What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's episode two of Allen as Fuck, Allen AF. And I want to say thank you, dog. Look at this. Already an upgrade, second episode. I got the Billy Holiday right here. Look how beautiful this mic is, man. The Billy Holiday. Come on, y'all. Come on. This is player. This is dope. This is dope. I feel like singing some jazz right now. But I don't know any. But if I knew some, I'd sing it. Right now. Mm. Feeling the words. Feeling the words. I wish you could hear what I hear. Feeling the words. This is dope. I love this mic. Special thanks to my boy, Paper. Gave me this microphone right here, man. It's my dog right there. Uh, super producer, DJ Paper. It's my dog. All right, so welcome back. Episode two, Allen is fuck. Where, you know what that means. That means I'm unapologetic, unapologetically me, period. I am uncomfortably comfortable with being who I am. The gray hair, the braces, everything. I'm still not wearing the rubber bands in front of you yet, though. I, you know what? I will soon. I'm put them in. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. I'm going to wear them. So, <clears throat> I'm old school, man. I can't lie. I'm old school. Like, I just finished listening to Rock Kim. I still listen to Rock Kim. Cash is the topic. The object, I fed a pocket. So take the crack and chop it. For those who haven't got to take away the add a profit. It's catastrophic. I take the gat and cock it. And I sit back and watch it. What? Real hip hop. That's hip hop. What? I don't listen to all that new stuff. Um, I don't. I mean, some of it, some of it cool, some of it's cool, but a lot of it now. Like, in the back, I bumped up my lifestyle. I think it did a beginning. I don't listen to that. I, oh my God. I don't listen to that at all. I just heard it because it was on radio. And then there's this meme. I mean, there's this video on TikTok with his special needs dude is doing it. Because he sounds just like him. He's doing it. And they're telling you not to laugh, but you're going to laugh. That's the only time. That's the only reason I know this song. But anyway, hope everybody's doing well, man. I'm just here to spread love and cheer. You know, tell you about my ghetto life. I'm, I, 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 <laughs> I do have a ghetto life. Not anymore. I'm from the hood. I mean, yeah. But I'm not one of those dudes that's from the hood that was gangster. I'm not gangster. No. I'm at the age right now, if you do a crime in front of me, you're probably going to jail. I'm snitching on you, dude. I, I'm snitching on you. I, I'm not going to jail for nobody. I'm not. I've seen too many prison waiting rooms where we had the vending machines, we had to eat those sandwiches. 
going to see my brother. I never, I hell no, I'm not going to jail. I snuck gym shoes in there to my brother, and he came out with his prison boots on, and we switched them in the waiting room. I was scared as hell. I'm never going to jail. I'm not doing that. I am snitching on you, especially if you're out here terrorizing a black community. You going to jail. I'm not playing. You got my grandmama scared to walk to church and her community that she grew up, that she lived in since what, the 60s? Now you got her scared to go to church because you want to sell drugs? Nigga, you going to jail. I'm not dealing with that. I'm snitching. Don't do nothing in front of me. I, I don't care. Let me tell you something. I'm so much of a snitch, I can ride by. I'm like a white person now. I can ride by a crime and be like, oh yeah, he did it. The dude in the red shirt did it. I saw him. I saw him. I'm, I'm trying to clean up these streets. Actually, if you scared to snitch, DM me. I act like I was there and I saw the crime. I snitch. I'm trying to clean up these damn streets, man. It's crazy out here. Crazy world we live in. You know the world is crazy when gas prices look like decent credit scores. Gas is $7 in LA. That's a good credit score, damn it. All three of them, $6.99, $7.09, $7.19. Those are great credit scores. No, not great. They're good credit scores. Good. And they're going up to $8, man. You could be a... If your credit score was like that, you could buy a house in LA. This is ridiculous. Credit score ass, gas prices. This is sick. We live in a crazy world, man. Crazy stuff going on right now. Like, you know we live in a crazy world because we just had, I think we own 242 school, uh, mass shootings this year alone. And all we offer is thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers have never stopped the bullet. Okay? Thoughts and prayers. You think I'm like, you can think and pray um, for your rent to get paid next month. Don't do nothing else but think and pray. Watch you miss that payment. I'm not saying prayer don't work. But God helped those who help themselves. It says it in the Bible. He helped those who help themselves. And if the people only sending out thoughts and prayers, like the NRA, I sent out my thoughts and prayers. That's just a devastating situation. I'm sending out thoughts and prayers. Eat a dick, okay? The Congress people, the NRA, eat a dick. Cause y'all don't care nothing about us. Y'all don't. You act like you do by saying shit like, we need to stop these abortions. You're murdering babies. But the NRA, you know, don't stop selling guns when people pick them up and kill babies. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. It does make sense. They want to stop the abortion because the white population is getting slim. They're not going to be the majority anymore. That's why they want to stop abortion. They want white people to stop having abortions. They don't. They do. If they could, they would make abortions legal for black and brown people, but illegal for white people because they want white people to have abortions. 
That's the real reason for the abortion situation. And that's another real reason why they don't care about stopping um, the NRA, stopping, you know, they don't want gun, gun laws enforced because they, and, and the NRA is lying in the pockets of these the people that's in office. They land in their pockets. They ain't trying to mess, mess up their money. It's all about money. If it don't make money, it don't make sense. Oh, dollars. That's how the song go. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. It's all, that's all it's about. And that's all they care about. They don't care about you. They don't care about me. And I'm not talking Democrat or Democrats or Republicans. I'm talking about period. I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican. They're just trying to get us to fight each other, dude. I'm registered Democrat. I don't even fuck about Democrats. I don't even fuck about Republicans. I don't. Not the party. Both parties can eat a dick. You can eat a good one, too. I'm a fat one with Herbie Bubba on it. Like, <laughs> I don't care about either party. I mean, because they both full of shit. They, they... I remember when I was a kid and one of the times I went to go see my brother in court. Uh, it was the prosecution and the judge and the defendant. Um, what you call the, the, the attorney that's, that we hired? Well, whatever he was. Public defendant. We didn't hire him. The court, they gave it to us. They was all in the same, they was all in cahoots together. I learned that as a kid. I'm looking, I'm like, why are they all going to lunch together? If you defending my brother, why are you going to lunch with people who trying to put him in jail? I, I, I just didn't understand that. I was like, this don't, mama, this don't seem right. And she was like, it's okay, Alan. We, we, he's in our thoughts and prayers. He went to jail. Thoughts and prayers. Let me tell you something. If I'm going through something, and you tell me, man, are you in my thoughts and prayers, you might as well don't tell me nothing. Don't even say nothing to me. Pray for me. Cool. Pray for me all day long. Hey, pray for me. Pray that I'm safe. Pray that, you know, um, my family's safe. Pray for me. Cool. I'm with that. But if something happens to me, like happens to me, that you could have prevented or helped me with, but you all you giving me is your thoughts and prayers, keep that. You keep it. I'm in my thoughts and prayers. Okay. Man, I'm up here chilling at the crib. My son is not home right now. He's two. I had a beautiful two-year-old son, man. It's my heart. I mean, it's my heart, man. It's my boy. It's so crazy. Like, I can't believe I tried to talk his mom his mother into having an abortion. I can't believe. <laughs> that sounds crazy as hell. But that's the truth. She, I, when she told me she was pregnant, I was like, oh, man, we got we to gotta deal with this. How are we going to get rid of this? Because my daughter's grown. I ain't want to have kids. My daughter is a grown woman, dude. I was done with children. I was so done 
The same day I found out my girl was pregnant was the same day I got approved to have a vasectomy. True story. True story. I was done. So I thought, yep, she got pregnant. Her first one, my second. We had him. Um, and he is, a, he is a joy. Dude, every day. He just makes us laugh. Fills us up with love. He's a joy. And we let the, we let the um, side down in his crib so he can get out of the crib when he wants to now at will. So he comes in our room early in the morning. We hear a little footprints, footsteps running in our room. We jump in the bed. He go to his mama though. He don't come to me in the morning. All his mama. I ain't mad. You know. I love. <laughs> no, I ain't mad. It's, it's beautiful, man. I love that relationship. It's beautiful. You know, he's mama's boy. I was mama's boy. I, I mean, in a healthy kind of way. I was a mama's boy. My wife say I still am. Cause me and my mama close. Me and my mother are close. That's my hero, my mother. You know. She was. She she did her thing, man. She did her thing when she raised me. I mean, I mean, she messed up a lot. But everybody messes up. But I don't fault her because she did her best. I love the hell out of her. I do. So um, my son, man, he's two now. And he's smart. Smart kid. Knows his colors. Knows how to count. Knows how to manipulate. Oh, he manipulates the hell out of my wife. He got my wife wrapped around her finger. He does, dude. He don't listen to nobody either. The boy know. He knows what he's doing. And he don't listen. Because you can tell he know because he'll look at me. You know, I'm like, hey, don't drop that no more. He'll shake his head. Like, okay. As soon as he thinks you're not looking, he'll grab something. Don't drop it. He slick, man. Slick. Crazy about it, though. And he plays with me, too. Like, he calls me the wrong people's name on purpose. We got a little game. He calls me his, his teacher. Uh, it's daycare. Uh, she goes by Nana. And he was like, uh, I come downstairs in the morning. He like, uh, hey, daddy. Hey, daddy. He daddy. Daddy. He called me daddy. Hey, daddy. And I'm like, what's up, man? And then he say, hey, nana. He does it to mess with me. He thinks it's funny. It's funny. It's funny because he does it on purpose, man. To see a two-year-old, you know, that, that sharp that he knows how to joke is pretty dope. I mean, you know, his father's silly, his mother's silly, his sister's silly, his sister's real silly. My daughter is, is silly as hell. Uh, in a good way. In a good way. Whole family's silly, man. Funny people. Funny, dysfunctional, violent people we are. The Cunninghams, very funny. Dysfunctional and violent. It's a weird combination. 
But that's us. <laughs> not me anymore. I'm not. I moved on from being violent. I moved on from that. I learned there's nothing. And my, 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 my brothers are slowly moving from it. Because there's nothing good. I mean, make you feel good. Ain't no better feeling than busting somebody in the head that was talking shit. Oh, man. That should be a law. You should be able to, 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 if somebody fuck with you enough, you should be able to say, you know what, dude? That was your third time. And I told you to shut up two times. And you kept talking. Now we got to go in the ring. Legally, you should be able to go in the ring with somebody and y'all should be able to fight for about 45 seconds. That's all you need, 45 seconds. None of them want to fight longer than that, man. People are out of shape. People old, high blood pressure. You don't want to fight after no, no, no 45 seconds. That's, a, that's enough time to do a lot of damage, 45 seconds. You, you try to hold your breath for 45 seconds, you lose your mind. 45 seconds is a long time to do something. 45 seconds in the ring, you out of shape. That's a long time. These boxers fight. I don't know how, how, how long is it? Uh, uh, two, two minutes of ring, whatever. And they exhausted. 45 seconds, man, as a grown person who haven't fought since high school, it's a funny ass long time. Because they got good intentions. They got a plan. I'm going to go in there and beat his ass, dude. I'm sick of his mouth. He talking trash to me. I'm going to beat his ass. You go in that ring, man, after about 10 seconds of swinging, you tired as hell. You like, shit. What I got myself into. And you got a, you you got 35 more seconds to go. And I guarantee you, you're gonna sit right, you're gonna rest. You're gonna it's about if you fight for 45 seconds, you're gonna spend at least 20 seconds resting with your old ass. You're gonna spend that much, you know, especially if you get hit hard. When last time you've been hit hard, and you get hit and when you, you get hit in your jar. You like, man, what the hell? What you hit me with? Last time you got hit that hard that you thought somebody jumped on you. I got hit, man. I remember I, was, I got into a fight, man, years ago. And uh, I can't fight no more, man. I haven't had a fight in over 20 years. I got into a fight years ago, man. This dude hit me so hard. I saw people who wasn't even there. I did. I just, you just, <laughs> I got hit hard. I got hit hard. I lost that fight. I ain't gonna lie. I lost that fight. I cried. I jumped on my bike. I was about, about 11. Got hit hard. Cried. Jumped on my bike. Rolled my back home. Cried. You know. And, you know, back in the day, it wasn't about. They, my, my family used to always tell me it's not about who win and lose, it's how you fight. That's what they can tell me. How you fight. And I fought a good fight until that last punch. Well, he hit me with like he hit me like a grown man. I don't know where he got that strength from. Yeah, that last punch, man, just changed the whole perspective of the fight. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, 
So we are talking about today, talking about some crazy stuff that's happening right now. I already talked about the school shooting, man. I'm done talking about that silliness. I'm just done. Like, I'm, it's, the more stuff you find out about it, it's just like, it's just get worse and worse and worse. It was a school shooting. 19 people, 19 kids, I believe, was killed. Two two teachers or whatever. Something like that. I, I forgot the number. But then it gets worse and worse and worse. Like the police was there. They showed up at the scene. I heard the police, some cops went inside the school and got their kids and then left. And then they, they didn't go inside to, to try to, you know, disarm the, the gunmen. They waited while people was dying. The cops was outside waiting for backup. I don't know, man. I don't know how these cops are in Texas, but when I was growing up, them cops in Detroit, they didn't wait. They choked the shit out of me in school. I was 14, first time I got choked by police. Notice I said first time. I was 14, man. He choked the shit out of me too, dude. Oh, he choked the shit out of me. I was so embarrassed. Because this is what happened. I'm walking down the hallway. This girl I liked, or flirting with, she tripped. When I saw her trip being killed, I was like, aha. I'm teasing her. I'm not really laughing. I'm like, aha. So what I didn't know at the time is the cop trip too, the same time. I didn't even see the cop. It was one of them undercover dudes who he, he had on his, he was a detective. He wore a suit um, to the school, like 21, 21 Drum Street. No, not 21 Drum Street, because I think they posed as students. He was just an undercover cop. Um, and, uh, he tripped at the same time. And when he tripped, you know, I said, aha, he thought I was doing that to him. He grabbed me, slammed me against the lockers, man. And he took his forearm and he just put it in my neck and buried it. And he was, the fuck is so funny, huh? The fuck is so funny? And he left me up. He lifted me up off the off the off the floor, and he was choking the shit out of me, dude. And I was, uh, you know, remember he knocked my glasses off. I couldn't talk. I was just like, you know, and I tried to reach for his. You know, I took natural reaction. Being a human, is to breathe. You fight to breathe. So I took my hands and I tried to pull his forearm down or do a chin up. To, just to get some air. And he just, you know, he sees that, stop resisting, stop resisting. He was choking the shit out of me, dude. And then he was looking around to see who was looking at him. Then he let me loose and I, I fell to the floor. Um, I picked my glasses up, my broken glasses, I picked them up and uh, I just left, went to class. Never told nobody about that shit. Didn't tell my mother, didn't tell my father. Didn't tell nobody about it because that was just life. That was how cops were. Cops were assholes, they were mean. And 
getting your ass beat by a cop was a was normal to me. That was I thought they did it to everybody. That was a normal situation. I I had a friend who was skipping school and uh he was the youngest one skipping school and the cops was like uh they talked to everybody, try doing our head, smacking people up. And they told him, they was like, listen, we're going to take you to jail unless you kiss my ass. And the cops pulled his pants, the cop pulled his pants down. And the dude kissed his ass. So he wouldn't go to jail. He was 14 years old. Jail was, you know, scary. The man he didn't want to go to jail, so he kissed the cop's ass, man. I mean, what kind of, what kind of fucked up ass person are you? that you would do this to a kid. And these were black cops. You would do this to somebody who looked like they can be your nephew, your son. You made this little boy kiss your ass, man. Yeah. That's how crazy cops were where I'm from. So, no cops where I'm from, maybe they would have hesitated to go in the house, to go into school too, because they was only brave because they knew we didn't have guns. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. Yeah, so. I talk about cops on stage a lot. A lot of white people get mad. They do. Some of them, I had this one white dude walk out. Older white man. Some of the, the younger white people, they get it. They understand. They're like, yeah, yeah, they're crazy. Um. The older white people, they get mad. The cops are heroes. What you talk about them? That was the same people that was at the January 6th that killed that cop. Yeah, they're heroes until they, they stand in their way. But anyway, I'm going to talk about that. You know what was crazy, though, since I brought it up? It was, I went out doing one of the protests, Black Lives Matter protests, after the George Floyd thing happened. And um, when I was out there, man, I saw so many young white people. You know, black lives matter, black lives matter, black lives matter. I saw all races, dude, it was beautiful. You know, I was marching, man. I wasn't even chanting nothing because I got emotional. You know, I did, I got emotional, man. I teared up to see the whole world come together and fight for us was something I've never seen before. And it was beautiful and it meant, a, it meant a lot to me. It did. Everybody yelling out Black Lives Matter, man. It was kind of like enough is enough. You know, just stop this bullshit. And um, I was tearing up, dude. I was sad. I mean, I was proud. I was happy. I wasn't sad. I was happy. And then I saw this one dude, this white dude, was like, Black Lives Matter. He stepped right up to the police. Police pulled out a nice stick and started tearing his legs up like bow, bow, bow. And my man was just like, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. He was in so much pain, but he had purpose. And he took it. And I saw that shit. And I backed up. I was like, hold on a second, what the fuck? They, they hitting white people? I'm like, black lives matter, black lives matter, black lives matter. I was 
I was like, shit, don't hit me like that. You know, <laughs> I was. I could, you know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, let him take that ass whooping. I'm good. Yeah, they was tearing his ass up, man. And then he, he, he yelled out something I've never heard before. You know, he yelled out to a cop. He said, deactivate. And black people looked at each other was like, what? What did you say? Deactivate? He said that to the police. Like, like he was a robot or something. He was going to pull up. He said, deactivate, dude. He told the police to deactivate. Like he was programmed to, well, yeah, programmed to uh, fuck up black people. And pro-black people, meaning other races that, you know, that's pro-black, that's for the black cause. So he yelled out, deactivate. As if that was the funniest shit, though. I laughed my ass off when he said deactivate. He yelled this shit out, man. <laughs> deactivate. I should have tried that when that cop was choking me. I should have said, deactivate. Yeah, it was crazy. It's crazy, man. Crazy. So, um, what else is going on right now in the news? I talked about the uh, Amber Hearst. I think that's her name. Shitting on the bed. I talked about. I talked about that the last episode. Uh, I just watched Blow too. By you know Johnny Depp, I just watched that movie the other day, man. That shit was so good. That shit was so damn good, man. He had a crazy woman in there too. Penelope Cruz was acting crazy as hell. I was so mad at her, man. When she they was in the car and she was high, and he was like, "Chill out, the police behind us," and she, and so she tried to jump on his lap because why you don't fuck me? And then he swerved, and the police pulled him over, and then the bitch gonna jump out the car. You don't put your hands on me. I was like, really? You gonna do this to this man? Yeah, I, that messed me up with that one. And what messed me up with that movie right there, man, is the love he had for his daughter. His daughter. His daughter changed his perspective on life. He stopped getting high when she was born. And I know that because the power of a daughter can, 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 yeah, I've done so many things for my daughter, man. I've done, um, for my daughter, I, I, I went and bought her a car. One time when she graduated from high school, I bought my daughter a car. And after I bought her a car, uh, I flew back to LA and I, I got fired from my job. They fired me. <laughs> but, I was happy that though because I bought my daughter a car. I did good. I bought my daughter a car, man. Never told her that story that they fired me. Yeah. Couldn't afford the car, but I bought it for my daughter. Went broke for my daughter. That's what you would do for your daughter. Never not no more because she's grown. So she's you know, she got mad at me because I stopped going broke for her. I'm like, how, how you gonna get mad at me over that? Yeah. And that love that dude had for his daughter, man, that was beautiful. It's a beautiful situation, dude. 
Great movie. Speaking of movies, you know a movie I hated? A movie I couldn't stand, dude. I'm sorry for all these appliances, man. I, I'm um, I'm doing this in my uh, by the kitchen, and my wife, she put on a dishwasher and a coffee maker. She don't she don't respect my hustle. She'll give a damn. She don't. She came out here to do it. You know, she don't care. So anyway, what movie I hate though, man. What movie I hated was Cider House Rules. I don't know if you remember this movie, man. Uh, what's that dude name? He played Spider-Man. He was like 15 years old or whatever. And he was an orphan. He was an orphan, dude. And he was he was working uh, with these black people in a cider house. And it was Eric Badu was in the movie. And um, it was, Heavy D was in the movie. And it was all these black people. And I forgot my man's name, uh, but he was the boss of the black people. And uh, if you couldn't, it was no negotiating with this dude. If you disagree, if, if, when he say it's time to work, it's time to work. You disagree with him, he cut you. Now he got to cut you. You couldn't even talk to him. He had cut you, right? Strong, strong-willed man, like, you know, just about his business, and he had cut you. That's how his, that's, that was his mentality. Listen to me, or I'll cut you. And so, uh, none of these black people can read in a movie. Um, this white boy who was 15 years old and an orphan, he solved every black person problem that they ever had. Every black person problem, he solved it. 15 year old white boy, who was an orphan? Let me tell you about the problems, right? Uh, nobody can talk to this dude. Like I said, he had cut you. White, the 15 year old white boy can talk to him and he listened to him. The, the dude who cutting everybody, he was molesting his his daughter, which was Erica Badu. He got her pregnant. Guess who delivered the baby? The 15-year-old white boy. And then he 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 fixed everybody's problem, dude. Every black person that ever had a problem, 15-year-old white boy fixed it. He taught him how to read. He taught him how to, you know, work better. He delivered the molester's baby. He mended the relationship with the, molester, the pedophile and her daughter. He mended the relationship. They were about to fight each other, but he come in the room and he solved all of the problems that black people have and shit. This motherfucker was amazing. Oh, that's that bullshit, man. I, I was sitting in the movie theater fuming. Oh, racist ass movie. So a 15-year-old orphan who don't have a parent can fix black people's problems. I was mad as hell. Fuck that little kid. 15 year old boy. I fuck that little boy. I, um, Mag I don't know his name. Tommy McGuire, I think that's his name. I was mad as hell, that dude. I, I still ain't seen him. I seen him, I jump on him right now. He about 40 years old right now. Fuck him. I hated that movie, man. Um. I couldn't stand that damn movie. And I'm mad that I'm thinking about it right now. I never told anybody I hated that movie. So I'm telling y'all, I hated it.
hated that damn movie. So yeah, like I said, my wife didn't can. I had mad. She didn't made the damn coffee. Turned on the dishwasher. About to run some laundry. She seen me with the mic. She seen me with the mic. Up here hating. Because I got the mic in my hand. Got the new microphone. Man, look, how, look how shiny that thing is. Look like black diamonds. Look at that. Oh, this mic's sweet as hell, dude. I'm going to walk around with this mic. About to go grocery shopping with this mic right here. Yeah. We need to clean up on aisle three. Clean, clean, clean up on aisle three. Speaking about aisle three, there, it was, um, I don't know who he was. Uh, the, the, the mass shooting, one of the mass shootings in Buffalo, New York. Supermarket, black people. When the white dude went out there and shot on those black people. Racist bullshit, hate crimes. Somebody um, <clears throat> posted clean up on our three and our four. Oh, and our five. Oh, clean up on our six and seven. Like, they thought the shit was funny. Some white dude posted that. His black coworker called him on the speakerphone. And uh, he was, he tried to apologize. Like, it was just a joke. I apologize. Maybe we can sit down and have some coffee or something. And a black dude told him, he said, man, if I have some coffee, which, if I see you, I'll bust you in your fucking face. That's what he told his friend. <laughs> That's what he told the white dude he was working with. He was hurt because he knew the white dude. They were friends. I mean, we co-workers or whatever. And then you're going to tell a joke about cleanup? What possessed you to do that? Like, seriously? Oh, man, I couldn't believe it. I'd have been hurt too, man. Don't do that, dude. Don't do that. Certain things you just don't joke about. You know? Not, yeah, it's a, people dying and shit. You don't joke about that. You don't do that. Fucked up. Real fucked up. Man, I am, um, you know, getting older, whatever. I've been having these health problems, right? Uh, I mean, you know, I eat right, you know. Before the pandemic, I used to work out all the time. I had a nice little six pack, you know. I was shaped like a bully. T-shirts was nice. They filled out my arm. Now my arm all flimsy and shit. T-shirts used to fill out, my arm used to fill them up. I had the shrugs right here, the shoulders. You know, I was something special. <laughs> you know, so, um, because I haven't, I haven't been able to get back into it, man, since the pandemic. And then my son, you know, I haven't been able to, because, you know, he, he takes all my energy. Wake up 6 o'clock in the morning after I go to sleep about 3 o'clock. So I'm always tired and shit. So I haven't been able to work out. I'm about to get back into it, though. But I've been having these problems, man. Like, I had this weird, this weird problem, man. My stomach is, after I have, after I go to the bathroom, a bowel movement, um, my stomach hurts so bad. After. And nobody can figure out what's going on. I've been to doctors, I've been to specialists, and they don't know what's going on. Um, I was just happy nothing was wrong. Nothing was wrong with me. 
So they did, they did a colonoscopy, and then they went in through the um, through my mouth. I forgot what that's called, but they, you know, what I'm saying they they went all the way to the camera's mat, and they did the whole thing to make sure I was good, no cancer, or anything. But I just still had this pain, and this pain is is like horrible. It feels like it feels like uh, a whole bunch of air was in my intestines, and then it was all snatched out at once. That's that's how it feels. It just feels like it was blown up, like, and then snatched out at one time. So it hurts so bad. It, it, I mean, it's, it wasn't a good description what I just said, but it's just a lot of pain. Uh, all through my stomach after I use the bathroom. And sometimes it'll last for like five minutes or sometimes it'll last for hours. The term, it, it, it depends. So they did the um, ultrasound on me too. They did a CAT scan on my stomach and they cannot find out what's wrong with me. I went to a gastrologist uh, and my wife was just like, you know what, you should just go to your doctor and say, just give me some medicine for IBS. I know she's right, but I, I I hate medicine, man. I don't want to get medicated. You know, medicine is, all medicine has side effects, you know, and I'm sensitive to side effects. Like, I'm sensitive to medicine. Like, I feel a lot of the side effects. I remember I was taking a, when they pulled my tooth, my wisdom tooth out, I was taking amoxicillin, and I was just feeling down. I was like, why am I, I'm never, I never feel like down or depressed. I'm like, why am I feeling down? I Googled the side effects of amoxicillin. One of the side effects was um, depression. Depression. I stopped taking that shit immediately, dude. I'm not, no, uh-uh. No, I stopped taking that shit. All medicine has side effects. I had vertigo. And I went to the doctor because it was bad. My vertigo was bad. And it lasted for like two or three weeks. I went to the doctor, man, they gave me some medicine for vertigo. And you don't know what vertigo is, is when um, your equilibrium is off and you kind of dizzy. You feel like your head spinning, like you drunk, but you ain't drunk. And yeah, just everything just moving, man. I feel like you about to fall when you walk. It's just weird, it's a fucked up feeling. Uh, it's a lot of dizziness and nauseous. I feel nauseous and a lot of dizziness. So when they gave me the medicine, for, for vertigo, for all of the dizziness and the nausea, I look, I Googled the side effects and the side effects were dizzy, dizziness and nausea. The side effects was the reason I was, I, you know, what I was taking the medicine for was also in the side effects. Dude, I hate medicine. I do. And I, I, I have health scares, you know, I've had, I've had health scares before. You know, I had cancer health scare. Um, I didn't have it, thank God. Another, another, the reason I had cancer health care, health scare, because I'm popping demoxicillin. One of the side effects was constipation. It tore something and I was bleeding. For months, I'm bleeding. What was going back and forth to the doctor, you know? And they was like, yeah, you don't have cancer. I was like, oh my God, thank you. But I was losing my mind thinking I was about to die. The medicine had me thinking I was about to die from cancer. Dude.
I can't stand. I cannot stand medicine. I hate taking medicine. Actually, you know what I'm about to do? I'm about to post at the end of this video. I'm about to post one of my jokes about when I thought I was about to die because of the doctor. Y'all go ahead and subscribe, man, to my show, my YouTube channel. Subscribe to it. Uh, it's the button right there, man. My social media on Instagram is my name, Alan Cunningham. A-L-L-A-N Cunningham. You should know how to spell Cunningham. Um, the easy way to find me is AC, my initials, the letter A, the letter C. AC, the, T-H-E, comedian. What I do for a living. AC, the comedian. It's one word. Keep it together. Thank y'all for listening. I'll catch you next time on my brand new podcast, on my brand new microphone, with my brand new ideas, man. This is Alan on Alan is Fuck Podcast. Stay tuned for the joke. Y'all have a good night, man. Love y'all. Peace. When you're in a good relationship, stay in it. And if it's good to you, not just because she thinks it's good.
here, he was messing with my fire. He was like, oh, this is bad news. Then he opened the door, and when he came in the room, the doctor was depleted. You know what I'm saying? He was like, he was just like, <sighs> he just dropped in his chair and he looked at me and he sighed. I was so happy when I got home, I watched Passion of Christ. 